morning, Earthlings. This is Bubba Goose, Bubba and Goose coming at you live. No, not live. I'm absolutely not live. Totally pre-recorded in our grandmother's house. I'm Bubba. I'm Goose. That's Bubba. We're two pochos in a pod. Good morning. Good morning. So today we're talking about travel due to all the things that have changed in this area. With the world travel shut down as a result of the coronavirus, what better way than to teach you about it? Get ready for all aspects of the travel, the good, the bad, and the unthinkable. Let's face it, traveling isn't always smooth sailing. So I'm going to ask Goose for some hot ticket tips for travel in this segment of Open Opinion. You've had a lot of experience travel, right, Goose? Yes, both, we both have. We, we both we're very have fortunate, a decent amount. Uh, little girls, actually, surprisingly fortunate. Yeah, that we got to travel a lot. I'm yeah. so enthused after what's happened to everything. That yeah, seeing as we may never travel again the same way at yeah. all. So yeah. I'm going to start with this question. What are the top three most important items to pack? Oh, mm. actually, I feel like a lot of things that I think are important, I could buy if I did forget. So oh, I'm going to go with underwear. Underwear. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Underwear. Underwear. Um, and a pair of socks. Socks. Because you tend to wear shoes when you're in the mainland. Well, for us, we have driving to the mainland. For walking and things, yeah, yes. Yeah, Um... I guess that's it, yeah. I guess the underwear and the socks would be the thing. Because, you need outfits. Toothbrush, deodorant. But see, that's kind of things I, I think are important. But then I remember, if I forget, that's the cheap stuff you can buy when you're there. You, you know? That's it's the clothes true. that you don't want to replace because that's more pricey. Oh, okay, here, let me, okay. Here's three. You're right, that's more pricey. But I feel like it's easier not to forget your clothes. I think I well, forgot to buy toothbrush yeah. before and had to go to like longs and buy a yeah. new one. Or your own personal items like that you use on a daily that you want to have with you. Like me, I want to have my um my scent that I use. I like, my, I like the perfume that I use. Yes. I, I like that to smell like that all the time. I would not want to forget that kind of stuff like the customized personal items like that. Understood. Yes. I, I would, would want to forget like the jewelry I like to wear, like my necklace or something like that. Right. Okay. I see that. I can understand that. Yeah. I see your perspective. Yeah. I think toothbrush, underwear, and deodorant. Unlike you, I need deodorant very badly. And <laughs> bad things happen if I don't apply it regularly. Yes. I've heard the stories. Horror. <laughs> Horror show. Following that question up, what item do you most often forget to pack? Probably, like, either like a brush. I tend to forget my brush a lot. I've left brushes. Yeah, or or slippers. I always concentrate on the shoes. Really? Because when you go to the mainland, we wear shoes more often. That I forget I want my slippers too. The, yeah, I the extra pair of slippers. What is the best way to ensure you pack everything? I have no best way. I literally wait to the last minute, and I'm just a freaking wreck. So if you know a better way, <laughs> you break it down for me because I'm a horrible packer. I still have a suitcase from when I last went to Oahu unpacked. Not unpacked. What? It's just in the suitcase. I've taken things in and out of it every day. <laughs> Goose. It's been months, guys. My recommendation, normally what I do is I pack the night before. I never pack in events. Never. It's always the night before... I have to travel. It's so stressful. And I put everything, because once you put all your stuff away, you don't want to take out of your bath, your, yeah, what you packed. So I don't want to touch that. That's so true. normally what I do is I'll put everything and then there's some ticket items that you can't pack, like your phone charger, you have to charge your phone prior to, oh, your toothbrush, an item that and your yet. brush. Yeah. Yeah. And so what I normally do is I make a note 
of everything that I have to pack the following morning so I don't forget it and then I'll trash the note okay. as I go so that's it that's a lot of time your laundry like you gotta do laundry accordingly <gasps> yes. to packs that way you have everything clean that you were worn ready to wear again the nice yeah. things that you want yeah for your yeah trip. how do you make going through TSA easier I don't I feel like it's just a gamble because you know we have a habit in our family of being the ones that get chosen for that stupid battle pat, pat down yeah and all that crap i hate tsa but i don't put have your jacket off already and like have your shoes off already yes like, make that yes i, I mastered that. having I that, that down really fast yeah yes like i'm already taking my computer out even while standing in line yeah totally having that part prepared is much helpful do you okay i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna share this i get patted down by my crotch a lot and i just i don't know why but i get i don't know okay keep patting that like, um why are you hiding in there no i don't why haven't you shared it i <laughs> i wonder what they see like what comes up on the screen no, if you look down if you look side. after you go through the scanner it yes. shows the body and it shows hot spots on the thing. Yeah, but and then they show yeah, it'll show the hot spots on the screen of the person, this outline of a person and where it's hot on you, like when I had it and it showed my shoulder had like a red spot on it. So they patted my shoulder like if there was anything over there. For some reason your crotch is a really big red spot, a hot spot. I don't know what you're hiding in there, Baba, but I don't know either. She told me earlier. But because <laughs> it, it's a metal detector, right? It's, or is it object is it just a prominence that shouldn't be I think it's when it's like because I feel like when they, my shoulder was bulky because I had layers so maybe they thought oh. I was hiding something there I don't know I don't know I just uh, thought it was odd your vagina's too bulky that's... I don't know <laughs> maybe I don't know <laughs> how many bags on average do you take on vacation uh never more than two yes your personal like item much. Yeah. that's free I don't want to pay for additional I don't want to pay for more I don't want to lug around a lot that's yeah what just, happens when you buy stuff and take things home do you have to pack another bag get another bag i'm usually pretty good about being able to shove everything back in on the same bag you know i'm i've never had to purchase another bag to bring back extra things home i've been pretty good about that i thought it was at some point because you know you can't have a hand shopping but no i've been pretty good about that i was decent uh, I'd say when I was younger, I used to buy a lot more, but when as I got older, I just figured, this is all porcaria I'm never going to use again, or if I buy it for somebody, they're never going to use it, because it's like specific to a region of your travel, and so I was like, it's kind of a waste of money. Once in New York, I bought a lot of things, so I needed to get a luggage, because there was no way it was going back, because I was at full capacity. So we went to the markets that you can like haggle at and I got like a luggage case for $25. 25, which is a decent price. It lasted for about seven years, I wanna say. I used it till the handle was falling off and I would literally have to carry my bag because it would like die on me on some vacations. But I was like, no, it's not your time yet. It's not your time yet. You're my luggage. You're not allowed to die. Yeah. Well, it's a pretty good bang for your buck for $25. Right? That's what I mean. It lasted a while. Yeah. I usually just steal somebody else's bag the night before. Oh, my God. <laughs> going on vacation. I'll talk to my roommate. Oh, that 
you have a luggage I can borrow or mom where's my luggage and then I'll push it and it's like a Walmart bag as my purse I'm really ghetto like that guys I'm not even a Target bag like Walmart a Walmart, Walmart bag. bag hey whatever gets you through TSA exactly how early do you arrive to catch a flight I tried to do the typical hour before we had airport an hour before my flight yes. We come from a family. We hail unlike from a family. Some people, unlike some people on our bloodline. They like to go extremely early to... Like, it's like life or death. Like, yes, well, exactly. We had a vacation at one point. I think it was a couple of us. Like, um, me, you, and Nancy, guys. Like, oh, Grandpa's going to pick us up at the airport. And Grandpa's like, what time is your flight? And I think we're like, oh, it's like 9. I was like, oh, I got to get up so early for you guys. up. Rolls up to our house. 6 o'clock. Come on. Hurry up, guys. Your flight. I'm like, oh, my God. It's in three hours. Like, no, this has happened. This has happened, guys. It's really bad. Like, you have to be, he'll be out there to crack it on. God forbid I had an 8 o'clock fight. We would have been there at, like, freaking 4 a.m. <laughs> he was ready, locked, and loaded to go. Yeah. No way were you going to miss your flight due to being late. No. Not no, a single day. No, never. But never. Yes, they take it very seriously. But I will admit, there have been some times, it's always better to go early than later because it can get horrible. Yes, because sometimes I do think I have more time than I do. In the yeah, oh, shoot. That's um, creeping up on me. Exactly. Have you ever not made it through TSA on time? No, I've always made a fight. There have been some very clo 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 close calls. Like, um, um, when we were in Atlanta and my dad was in a wheelchair because my dad's... Is, yeah. He is technically handicapped, guys. No, he is very handicapped, guys. He's like half metal. But, you know, <laughs> he can walk and do... He acted a little less functional than he really was. When traveling time for the wheelchair access, for the first-in-line kind of shit, he would really milk his old injuries on this. <laughs> um, forget, where the Atlanta, Georgia airport was so big. Like, we could go... There's so many oh. shops and stuff. Like, it's huge, huge compared to what we're used to. I mean, we've got yes. one gate that we travel out of. Yes. And we're like across the airport and our flight, and they're calling our flight, they're calling our flight. My dad was whipping it in his wheelchair. Dude, like, my dad is scarier where he is. No, there was like a, a little ramp. My dad launched it. Like, me and my sister were running behind this guy, charging it in this wheelchair. I mean, old ladies were taken out. <laughs> I mean, he caught air. He literally caught air. Wow. Wow, that's intense. It was intense. I'll never forget this. But it's memorable. <laughs> I'll it never a forget this. You guys made it. You made it. Final oh, countdown. Yeah. You were there. That's yeah. the main thing. I've actually... I think he ran into an Evander Holyfield. That was the airport. He ran into Evander Holyfield. Who I know was so famous at the time. I wish I'd saved at the moment. Like, gosh, I saw Evander Holyfield. I... My dad's just taking a picture with a random black guy. I'm like, who's this black guy? <laughs> I... You know, I feel it so much. Like, I've... Like, when you see... I wish in the moment when you meet somebody, you appreciate who they are and what they're from. Yeah. Because I met a singer yeah, once, yeah. and it went right over my head. I didn't know why she was important or what was going on. Yeah. I think I would have savored the moment more if I could have appreciated her stuff. Yeah, like, I was feeling... I was like, who's this big black guy my dad's, like, gawking over and, like, getting his, his pictures with? And, and I think he lost the pictures. My dad is, like, forever about that. Like, so well. <laughs> Why did he get you guys in there as well? I don't know. We were not important. <laughs> that like, moment. Yeah, no. When he saw this guy, he was not... And you know, we were not important whatsoever. And now I'm really like, I did meet and see Nevada Holyfield. Like, I did. That's so crazy. I always say I never met anybody. I did. And I didn't know who he was at that time. And that's such a bummer. I... There was one, I think only one time I didn't make a flight on time. But the background to that is because I used to fly, I would check standby, I would fly standby a lot because of my tutu who works 
used to work for the airlines. Yes. So we would just see, we would check. When you do fly standby, have you ever flown standby? I have, yes. It's very iffy and like last minute. Yes, like you, a lot of anxiety. Exactly. You want to see how many seats are open. And so my, I think what happened was my tutus checked the flight, the standby list. and was like, mm, you might not make it. And then all of a sudden she's like, well, you might make it. And so we had to haul it there. Yeah, and it was intense. Yeah. And so by the time I even plugged in my confirmation code, they said, you don't have enough time to even make it to your flight or go through TSA. Aww, and so that's like the only time I have it. out of your hands because yeah. standby is really... It was yeah. flighty. It was like, is not, you can Pun try. Intended. <laughs> yes. intended. I got you. Rude whore. <laughs> <laughs> we so, heard it. We all heard it. Um, oh, and then there was um, in California when I took my mother on the Mexican cruise and then we went to California for an extra couple of days. Um, you know that girl from Meet the Fockers? Or meet the parents. I've, the love interest, I've the seen, main girl. And the girl, oh. I think she's also in that ABC show now, The Fosters. She's the gay mom. You know, it's, I, I've seen those, the but I just So she's not like a real famous thing, like, a celebrity, but I did see her you in Trader Joe's. Her? Yeah, she was in Trader Joe's. She was right in front of me in the line. I'm like, mom, that's the lady from Meet the Parents. <gasps> and I was like, ah, oh, it's, I don't want to be that girl who stops her on her way to get a picture. And also, Yoni, it's not like she's so big that I need a picture. Oh, <laughs> but I did you saw encounter a TV person, like a person who has been in movies. I've okay. Well, since we're sharing so celebrity cool. yeah. stories, yeah, that's you know. actually really cool. You've actually seen a lot more than I. Those <laughs> two. Oh, and Jason Scott Lee, of course, because he was from here or he came here a lot. Oh, Jason Scott Lee. I know I saw him at Borders once when we had I Borders. Miss Borders a lot. I do. Rip. R.I.P. What is it called? Um. Oh, okay. Only one person that I can like call to memory that was really famous was. Um, you remember Soul Surfer, Bridget Terabithia? Oh, yes, okay, because she was that here filming, girl. yeah. She was there filming at a beach that we went to one day, and we're, like, swimming. She was, I guess they're filming the shark bite scene, where she's coming out of the water with her arm missing, because mm-hmm. there was, like, a chunk of her board missing, and, like, a portion of her armed wrap for that yeah, CGI or whatever. And so I saw her from a distance, and that was my only encounter, it was from a distance. Well, when Lost was a big thing, yes. um, Gabriela lived in Kaneohe, and that area, do you remember where that house was? Yes, I know that, that that's, that's where the set was for so long. Every day really? we passed the set of Lost, and you could look into the, like, this, it was down, like, a driveway. <laughs> then you could see the broken airplane and everything that they used for it. So, like, I'm pretty sure we probably ran into, but we never watched the show. Wait, I see. We don't know any of the characters. I'm pretty sure we ran into them, because they were there for so long. That set was there, but like, Lost was being filmed in front of Abuela's house. Uh, or on the way to Abuela's house, that street with that big turn. Wow, you've seen a lot. Oh, I don't know. Oh, we got to, uh, that's where oh, Pirates of the Caribbean that's was being filmed, too. I saw yes. the boat. You I saw, saw the boat. You saw the oh, better I set. Like, I saw the Lost Lane. I don't give a crap about Lost. You got to see the ship, you lucky beast. <laughs> Or Jurassic, I saw some of those, the things that they were using for yeah, Jurassic. Yeah, pretty cool. I mean, we also went to Universal Studios where you see everything they use in Hollywood. But it's different, it's in your own hometown, yes. it's coincidental, and it's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they even had where you go, like, back route, when I was driving back route home, because I would prefer it, they don't know whether or not you live in that area. I mean, I do live, like, my house is, you have to go through it to get there, but it's like a scenic route. Mm-hmm. And so at the time, they had blocked off certain portions to try to stop flow of people coming in yeah, and like, 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 whatever, I live, like, super close by it. So yeah, I'm yeah. going to I'm going to drive here. I live here. Yeah. I'm legit. <laughs> well, getting back to our topic yeah, of travel, yes, yeah. not celebrities. Yeah. <laughs> we stray. What seat do you avoid while traveling? 
The aisle seat. No. Really? No, the middle seat. The I middle don't like being awful. between two people. Middle seat is absolute crap. It's like being the middle child. It's exactly. absolute crap. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me paint you a picture. You're on three row type of flight. So you know you have the side rows, the side rows, and then there's the four seater in the center. Oh yes. I once had to give up. I didn't have to. Well, I don't want to seem, you know, the social pressure of yeah, not being the, like the, the etiquette. Jerk. You yeah, know, you feel like you need to, even though you're like my seat whore, like exactly. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, I guess I'm I was, an old lady. I'm like, fuck Janelle, bro. Now you're just making me look <laughs> bad. Like this isn't even cool. You're making it seem like I gotta give it up, but bro, this is my seat, okay? You, I yes, I do. Like I get that you sit by people. Yeah, you pay for your seat, whatnot. Yeah, yeah. I got, I lucked out, and I was thinking, yes. I got this outer seat on the aisle. My thing, I you know, I enjoy the window seat if I'm sitting with relatives yeah. or somebody I know. I do if I'm flying by myself. I prefer the outside. You want access in and out without yes. having, yeah. Because I use the bathroom so frequently, I don't want to have to wake everybody up. Yeah, I, I don't like that. It's really awkward having to go past people. It's like um, what is the Tyler Durden's Tyler Durden's Lion Fight Club? Now for the question of social etiquette, do I go crotch first or ass first? <laughs> yes. When you're coming out, that's where you're coming. Exactly. What's it gonna be? I I go bottom. Oh, age old question: ass or crotch? <laughs> I, what would you go? Ass. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Always. I don't go that's crack, a, That's crack. just weird. You're just looking at them as they're shuffling. <laughs> like, that's just weird. Why don't you just give them the left hands? I can't. No. Exactly. So, okay. So, I'm si- I got that aisle seat. I was like, yes. Perfect. And then his parent comes and he goes, can I sit with my family? Oh, you whore. And I was like, well, if, it was, if it was the other way around, if the shoe was the other way around, yes, I would want to sit on my, with my family. I, I would get that. Like, them. yeah, you know, I yeah. want nice, but it's really also just like a pain ass. Like, I can't say no. Like, it course. really sucks because this is my seat. It was like I yeah. sucked, and then I was like sandwiched between people, and I was like, oh. You could have had. It's like because you had the seat, but I had and you gave seat. it up. Like, it's because you're automatically placed there, but the yes. fact that you had it. Yes. And then you were like, like I guilted into giving it up. I and tasted you, you had better. Yes. But I, yeah, yeah, exactly. You tasted great and then and fell. Exactly. It was, yeah. but, like, I understand, because if the shoe was on the other foot, yes, I would want somebody to do for that. So it's fine. Like, you know, what goes around comes around, and that's kind of the... <laughs> well, you know, sometimes you got to take what you can get and leave <laughs> nothing behind because the world is cruel, Baba. Have you... Wait, so I'm sorry. I cut you off. So no. What, what is your favorite seat? I'm going to say the aisle seat. The, the aisle seat, seat. Getting in and out. Yeah. Have you ever had to give up a seat? No, never, oh, never. Nice. And if I had to, it depends on the circumstances. Like, like um, when my dad had a big, big accident earlier this year, and that's mm. suddenly side of Oahu, yes. I went on the standby flight. Something happened with the plane wasn't working, so I was so mad. I was so anxious. Like, God damn it, my dad's in the hospital. He's literally freaking dying right now. Yes. I'm trying to get to Oahu ASAP. Your plane's having problems, so I have to shuffle. And y'all had to go to another plane, which already had seats, so it was like a chance thing. And then here comes good grandma, Papa and Tata, trying to <laughs> cut in front of me. Trying trying to cut in front of me, bruh, to get in a seat, you know what I mean? Because yes, you know what I mean? Yes. The higher up your line, the chances are you get a seat because it was all chance. Oh. So they were, we were merging and they were, they were merging like, oh, well, you're younger, we're going to you go. Yeah. No, well, no, that's the thing is, I'm younger, they're like, you know, chop pull the grandma and like, bruh, you're breathing, my dad's on life support, get behind, took around, get behind me. I, I was see. really mean. There's different, there's different, different scenarios. I just, though, in that moment, I was looking back, it was a hilarious prick in that moment. <laughs> looking, because I was literally like, you're not on my support, get behind me. <laughs> did you say that? I did. I was like, this is my spot. 
I was like, oh, so me. I was straight up yelling at old people to get on this plane. There was, there's differences. There was a problem with the plane that was on them. It's just, yeah. it was the circumstances of being Yeah, everyone's looking at me like I'm a monster. I was like, it's hilarious looking back. Like, you know, but typically you're, you're like, yeah, come on, come on. I was like, get yes. behind me, you still breathing kid. <laughs> you sitting out on a wheelchair, I'm walking, standing. My Lipita sword, I forget the pain of his skin. <laughs> Get behind me, old people. You bags of dust. <laughs> well, it's the circumstance. It's the circumstance. Yes, absolutely. I've once cried. There's been. So- I've flown on standby a lot, and there- it's always butt clenching. That's the best way I can say it. <laughs> it really is. It's so nerve wracking because you're not guaranteed a spot, and then when you're lower on the list and don't have as high as priority. Luckily, fortunately, my tutu worked for a very long time. And she had a position where majority of the time she was higher on the standby list because mm-hmm. of her seniority. Yeah. But not always. So she would have to put me on, a, I guess, a vacation pass or whatnot. Like a bu- buddy pass? Well, I'm already on her buddy pass, but she would use a vacation pass. And so that even bumps you so up higher. higher. Okay. So any I I've been in a point where I just wanted to go home because sometimes... When you vacation, you travel, and you just want to go home because it's an indefinite when you go. Well, normally when I traveled up to them, it was indefinite how long I'll be up there. Yeah. And so by the time, you know, it comes to a close, you just really want to get home, start preparing and whatnot. Yeah. I've been in where weight capacity was an issue, where they oh. have to check, check the weight of the airplane and say, oh, sorry, we can't accept more oh, people. Get but, off. Well, like, That's all really the weight so of the me. luggage and things, yeah, they're like, it's, the it's unsafe for us to fly with, we're yeah. at max capacity. Yeah. So that's happened. The captain can sometimes overrule that, and so there's been fortunate events. I've never experienced that, but I've heard people have. But I've been on in that situation where I haven't gotten on, and I've cried, and I'm like, no, I won't I, I, was, I was crying. I was, like, tearing up like a really sad person when I thought I wasn't going to make that plane. Yeah, but that was a circumstance that no one, that no one would understand because I just looked like a monster. It's but, stressful. But me and my homegirl, when we did, went to San Francisco, the flight, every flight there, because we got to go to Oahu, California, and then we back to California, Oahu, to Oahu, Oahu. Every flight... We yes. had that whole world to ourselves. <gasps> That's wonderful. It was magical. I was like, this is the biggest stroke of luck I've ever had in my life. Because you know of us and my family, we have a notoriously bad luck. And it was just the big luckiest thing in the world that something as simple as us having our whole world, just me and her, the whole way there and the whole way back was amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. Best thing that ever happened to me. <laughs> While waiting to catch your connecting flight, how do you make the time go by faster? In my most recent experience, we drank a lot and we almost messed our <laughs> flight. <laughs> okay, no, you guys want to something real ghetto. Okay, so <laughs> story time. My most recent big vacation. I mean, I went to Oklahoma a couple times to my dad, but more most recent big vacation, like most, one of two I've had in my whole adulthood. Was I mean, my homegirl plans to go to San Francisco together. Amazing. Yes. So we have alcoholic issues one two <laughs> she doesn't like flying so we had like 10 oh. mini tito's bottles we siphoned tito's into it so we had five each all of which are under four ounces so it's like two shots in each one um and we had five each so we had about 10 shots between the two of us most of it was gone by the time we reached oahu it was supposed to supposed <laughs> to make Lapped? it through all our whole flight and so we're busting down our little tables to play our middle bottles up out in coach you know low class <laughs> acting like we're in high class busting out our little bottles <laughs> and doing shots our trying to film ourselves and this baby's crying in the background <laughs> my friend's like 
the stupid baby's ruining our um our what do you call it? our montage. She's right. ruining it. Shut it up. Shut it up. Ambient. Like we're being such a- assholes. <laughs> a better word. And then so on Oahu, we were like down by a lot, and we're like, we still have to go to California. Yes. So we go into the restaurant and we order some more shots. Oh. At the oh. restaurant, which we were so <laughs> so we're like super late, almost wanted to like yeah leave without paying. <laughs> but then we're like, well, well, we don't have any for the flight. So we ordered two more shots, doubles, and we put up the menu and our to-go plate with the fries on it and siphon it into our bottles to say to take on our trip. And then I pulled one up and I dropped it and she's like, oh my god, we look so ghetto right now. We're literally pouring a shot into a bottle over a takeout plate and getting alcohol all over our to-go fries. <laughs> and we drop it, it's like, look around, it lands right one old um Filipino lady's feet. I'm like, okay, god, thank god, she doesn't hear. She's She's old, and I slightly try to pick it up on the way out, and then we run and we book it to the flight because we're almost late, and everyone's looking at us like, "Did this just happen?" I'm like, "Yeah, we're never coming back here again." Like that was like the most exciting ghetto wow. travel experience ever. That's- the time we got to California, we were trash. We were like slurring to talk to our Uber. Oh, it was taking you. It was a very big adventure. It was a big adventure. Yeah. Okay, so drinking is how I killed our time in my most recent experience. And it was a gamble. It's a dangerous game. That is a dangerous game. Yes. It was, it was fun, though. <laughs> Overall, it's truly in vacation mode. The second we yeah. hit the airport, yeah. busting up in bottles, we went straight into vacation mode. <laughs> That's one way to pass the time. Mm-hmm. I, I normally watch, like, videos. I, I would recommend a book. Here's why. Well... That's not as fun as what Moose <laughs> just described. <laughs> but for game plan wise, if you're by yourself, I normally travel a lot by myself, mm-hmm. which sounds a lot sadder. But it's just <laughs> how it goes. Yeah, well, you're going to see your see family. People. Yeah, 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 I'm going normally going to see people. I normally bring a book because if you use your phone, there's a chance it'll die. Yeah. And like, if you you can pack your charger, but in the event that you don't want to drain all your battery before you get to wherever you're going. Yeah. So a book, you know, doesn't die. It it'll last you. Yeah. I was gonna say, and but luckily, with lifesaver is that when you go long on longer flights, I've noticed they have outlets at your chair now in your seat. She's yes. Most helpful thing in the world. Yeah. Yes. Not all. Not that Netflix. Ones. Yeah. Not that Netflix works in the air, so you're still screwed. You have to do downloads. the ghetto thing where you. Well, I didn't have. We have one oh, download. We have one download. download. Oh yeah. We have one download for the trip there and the trip back. So it's like, how many times are you gonna watch this movie? So we do the ghetto thing where you lean so, over and see what this guy watching who really? can afford to pay for the movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? I I normally did the. We just leaned, you know. Oh, oh thank God that guy paid for our movie that he can. You know, he's you know bougie. He affords the airplane. <laughs> Let's lean over. <laughs> and watch his screen. Lesson learned, you download prior. Yeah. You get a couple. You get a couple. Yeah. So you can change and vary it. I wish I could download a whole series. That way I could just... <laughs> yeah. Or... But does that take up space? It, it does take up, but you delete it once you... Okay, yeah. Definitely. My next my next vacation. Have you had... Going off tangent on phones, have you ever had the horror story of almost your phone dying and you needed it and you just couldn't charge? Like, you... It was like that type of situation. Yes, yes. Tell me about it. I can't. I know. I don't. I can't name a specific story, but I remember. I know that I've had that feeling of not of almost dying, yes. and I believe it was on that trip. At some point, we were both kind of Ubering around, and you know, 
no outlets, don't know where we are, trying to find an Uber, which we're all Ooh. so very sketchy. And we're like <laughs> trying to get back to our place. So we did a, oh, okay, yeah. So we're all both almost dying. We're trying to get back to our place. We've strayed very far away. Oh, no. Okay. So we do, to save a couple bucks, we did Uber pool. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Tried to get to our phones because, you know, I think we had to go to dinner with her grandma or something like that. So we're on a time crunch. We had a schedule. Phones are dying. No transportation. Not our hometown. Get an Uber pool. First one he picks up. Last one he drops off. Phone are dying. Time's a little. Time's a wasting. And we're just walking around with this guy. Dropping off all these other people. Just taking us for a ride. We're like, why is he keeping us here so long? (laughs) We're the first ones he picked up. (laughs) We're like... And he starts taking suspicious phone calls and different numbers. We're like, hmm... Watch him. Oh. I think. I think he's he like. He was Ooh. taking phone calls. Yeah. No. Yeah. In a different him. language. Um. We're like. Hmm. This is. We've been here for a while. The first ones you picked up, and he keeps answering his phone, talking a different language. Or like, watch him. He's probably saying like, oh, two girl, two what girls, two for one, two for two, one, two, two girls, two for one. Real small. Fin look suitcase. Brown deals. <laughs> you know. I'm like, I'm like this like freaking conversation guarantee you selling us. That's. Being out of state and traveling with being a girl and things like that, yeah. it's actually very terrifying sometimes. It is. It is. I, I, my recommendation would be to always print out your ticket. Well, in that case, you can't. But on your flight, if you're going from place to place, always print out your tickets or at least have your confirmation number written down somewhere in the event your phone dies and you need to print out another ticket. Because it would suck if your phone dies and you have absolutely... Yeah, well, I always put out tickets. The first thing I do is go to those, one of those little oh, kiosks really? and print it out. And then I have it on me. I don't ever rely on my phone for that. Yeah, I always print out that out like in, amongst arriving at the airport. That's smart. I normally just use my phone. Oh, uh, see, you millennial. It's, it's you generation Z with your technology. But I, I remember when board passes used to be thicker. That's how old I am. Well, I remember <laughs> that too. pieces of paper. I remember boarding <laughs> passes. I remember boarding passes, and then I saw people using their phone. I was like, and there were older people. They weren't my age. I was like, what? You can do that? Wow. And so I started so doing it. teaching you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah. I learned okay. from my elders. Well, yeah, we were like maybe 30s. I was like, oh wow. I didn't wow, know do elders. That. I just. Jeez. <laughs> less than a decade away from both of us, y'all. I, yes, it's true. What's the best way to cut costs while traveling? Um, You're going to be great at this question. I know, because I don't. I'm so fuck it. I don't say my own <laughs> So fuck it. So. Huh. Well, I don't know. See, for me, it's easy. Unless I really, really like something and that urge kicks in where like, I need it. I'll turn into that girl who shops and like, oh my god, no, I want it, I'll buy it. Usually I'm more, I always say, do I need it? I've gone my whole life without this. Do I really need to buy it? Okay, so and it, I don't buy it. Because I'm like, I've survived this long without whatever I think I need. In terms of purchasing new items when you're traveling, you tend to not do so. But in other realms, uh, how realms, about okay, so how like, you cut costs? Uber was a really good Uber and pool was a good cut costing. Oh, exactly. I don't recommend it. Pay the extra couple bucks <laughs> to Uber alone because that was just strange. It was um, interesting. People can smell weird. <gasps> they can. My I taxi like driver it. was yeah intense smell. Typically, well, because me, I'm a drinker. You're not a drinker. Um, <laughs> it's easy to cut costs in that because typically you can get other people to buy you drinks. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. That's a tip, you guys. Yeah. And um, uh, living here, I think food is more expensive. So when you go to the mainland, try, uh, we don't go. I don't go to fast food restaurants. I eat to sustain on a vacation, and I want to like to enjoy like activities and stuff like that. Mm. The food there is pretty cheap. Yeah, it's pretty bang for your buck. So I think I, I, I live pretty on a budget regularly that I'm really good at doing on vacation. <laughs>
So you so you're saying for your food, do you go out and buy stuff like you know how and bring it back? No. Oh, okay, you just no, buy. Like, I just buy food that's like, ready for me to swallow. Swallow. Oh, okay, yes. so it's like the cheap kind. Yes. Places. And when I feel really indulgent, I'll have Uber Eats come to where I'm staying because you know take advantage of, of the Uber Eats. We don't have that here. I would one cut cost type of thing that I normally use that's somewhat effective. I mean, because we don't just like you. I learned my lesson that buying a lot of stuff from the mainland that I don't necessarily use here just because I'm on vacation to not do. So yeah, I kind of yeah. don't buy as much anymore. But my tip is that when you're going over, what I do is in my purse, I'll pack like an expandable bag mm-hmm. that can quantify as a personal object, like a briefcase. Yeah, yeah. So that when I have extra things, I can put my purse origin that I originally came over inside of that bag and put my other stuff in it as well. Ah, oh, nasty. What's the most, so you've traveled abroad, what's the most important thing to know when traveling abroad? Where did I go? You oh yeah, I went to Mexico. I went to wow. Mexico, guys. <laughs> yeah, I totally did. I was 18 and it was, there, it was legal to drink there. Real awakening for my mother. She's like, you can't buy a drink. And I was like, I paid for this vacation. But as soon as I got off and touched Mexican ground, tequila was in the air. And I was like, yeah! This is awesome! I think that's what birthed me into being the tequila, the heavy tequila queen I am now. It was awesome. Um, For Mexico, it was easy because I was actually very good at Spanish at that time. Oh. My Spanish was a lot better then. Um, mother was useless. She's, it's funny, I get all my Hispanic from her, but she sounds like crap. She can't even roll her R's. It's weird. I can't either. I'm I don't not know even what happened. It skipped a generation there. <laughs> um, definitely don't, I mean, I guess I, I would be stupid enough to go along because I'm a stupidly brave person who just doesn't think of any consequences. I but I think for uh, my advice for other people would be to not go alone abroad. I think that's yeah. a very good suggestion. Mexicans were very, um, they're, you know, the, they're very persuasive. Smooth. Oh, hi, come pretty they girl, come, so let me smooth. buy you this. They're just, yeah, they just swab and they just swoop in with their accents and their jewelry and come, come baby girl. Yeah, okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Yeah. You're right. That's a fair point. Yeah. I've been definitely have like a plan too, like try to research the exactly. area ahead of time. Exactly. No yes. Yeah. You don't want to get taken advantage of. Yeah. I think the fact that I went on a cruise where you know they kind of give you information helpful. about it, a cruise it was better first because you kind of are you always always tour. protected. Yeah. They're taking you everywhere. But then I don't think that's how I want to typically go. I want to be able to venture on my own time and do my own thing and pick one destination. But when you're going abroad, it's good because then you're always with a group and they kind of give you all the information you need. You don't have to do a lot on your own. Because it could be end wrong. Yeah, but for fun wise, you kind of want to be on your own, but that was probably the safe and more helpful way to do it. I see. I, I went once... Only one time before the world closed. I hope I can go again. Before the world stops spinning. Yes. Uh, I went to Germany. That's right. The one thing that I took away from my tutu, because my tutu is well-traveled because she worked for airlines. Once again, I know I keep repeating that. But what she had taught me, and I thought it was so smart, (coughs) and I would never thought of it if I did it by myself. But what she had done was she made me make a copy of my passport. At the time, I was 17, so I really didn't like, oh, that's so important to do. She made us make a copy of our passports, and then she put it in the safe just in case anything we didn't have our passports on us all the time but in the event that anything happened we had a copy 
and so yeah, and without your original, without um, risking your original copy being lost forever. Exactly, because yeah. you don't want that to happen. It's bad. Did you, when they're asking you questions about like how long are you staying, how many nights? You know how they have to when you go internationally, they ask you those types of questions when you're crossing. Or I was don't the remember. cruise? I don't remember being asked those questions. Well, before I think the cruise is like a loophole around those questions. I see because you're booking a cruise for so many days and that's, so many nights. That is you true. Just, yeah, I assume they're just like no, yeah. I forget what it's called, but because we're not from there, you have to go through the international. Bar. I for, I forget the right term, and it's bothering yeah. me. Yeah. But anyway, you come up to the guard and he stamps your passport. Oh, that that I did want to stamp. I don't think it was even necessary, but I was like, no, you're stamping my damn passport to know that I went to another country. Yeah. I don't think it was actually necessary to tie, but oh. I went to the airport. I was like, stamp this, please. Yes, you do. <laughs> I, so, I need evidence of this. I need a stamp so, in my passport. It's so important. But you they were asking me questions that, you know, sh- it should be easy to answer off the top of your head. But I was so much anxiety. It's like when a cop pulls you it's over like you're and asks you. like you're an illegal you, immigrant. Yeah, exactly. Even you're completely fine. Like I had so many, I had plans to take over the nation. Yeah. I mean, like. <laughs> yeah, like you're secretly a terrorist. You yeah. felt like you're a terrorist. Exactly. So these questions, even though you're fine. Right. Like, I think I, don't I always know. look guilty, even though it's like, what you mean? the truth. Just, I just go very guilty looking and like, right? I don't know how to answer questions so calmly. Exactly. <laughs> I think the calm ones need to be looked at more. Yeah, closely. yeah, yeah. If you're calm, I don't know. You're too calm. Yeah. Okay, you already mentioned one safety tip, but the question, the follow-up question asked, what safety tips you use while traveling by yourself? By myself? Mm, I think I've never, I haven't gotten very far by myself. Just Oahu. In which case, I take no safety precautions because I'm just very confident it's this island away and I'm all good. Well, with that, unpacking that statement, be familiar with where you're going and where you need to go. Yes, absolutely, yeah. Be like, if anything, have backup plans to your first plan, like for travel wise. Like, if one. Transportation doesn't work out. Use a different one. Yeah, because I feel like I'm not typically. I don't think I could give any safety tips when traveling alone. Because if I'm going somewhere, I'm guaranteed going somewhere with someone who does know what they're doing. You know, I mean, to That's see someone true. I do know who knows what they're doing, or I do have a buddy with me. I don't think I'd ever go any place I don't know where I don't know anybody. I don't think I could relate to that. Cause, um, one, I don't think it's something I do, and it's two. It's definitely something I haven't done. I well, the only times I've been alone would be traveling with connecting flights so I'll be in a different state with by myself and I'll have to make a next flight in order to be anywhere that so I know somebody yeah yeah but it's just like the connect the uh, the airport you don't leave the airport and like yes. go somewhere yeah I and even when you do go to the airport you call somebody you check in you yeah. just be like hey just landed landing, here yeah. my next flight is at this time just in case and I'll call you when I hit touch the ground just so people can keep tabs on you along the way yeah I told you a story where somebody was trying to talk to me and I was trying to get to my connecting flight and I was really young and I was very uncomfortable. Not that they came off strange or oh, weird, yeah, yeah. but just being alone and younger made me not want to talk or to anybody and just like get yeah, like what I needed suspicious. done. Yeah, exactly. You when like, harmless. When, oh, so what's your next flight? And I was like, I didn't want to tell them. Like, tell them no, this is my I'm destiny. I'm going to Fiji. This is <laughs> here. Yeah. Yeah. To meet up with my father, the... Fijian wrestler professional <laughs> watch it back <laughs> yes he's he's very scary yeah yeah some bullcrap story like that <laughs> who do you choose to travel with to travel with 
I personally had a really good time with my homegirl. I felt like we're the perfect state of mind, you know, both same places in life, both in your vacation. We're both on the same level of energy. I feel like that's yes. definitely like a good yes. that was definitely a good partner and kind of experience to travel with and I feel like that'd be that'd be the kind of buddy I'd always want to travel with. And she is that buddy to me, so like yeah. I feel like she knew that that was that was a good one. That was a real good one. It's good. You you definitely have you know with your family you're still limited on what you can do and yes. how you can act. Yes. You know, when it's straight up just a homegirl who's on your level, it's like this is a vacation. This is what is going on. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. You gotta decide who you're gonna travel with. Because it, it makes things smoother. Mm hmm. Because I remember, I love, don't get me wrong, family trips are amazing. Yeah, yeah. But do you know how much we fight on traveling? Yeah. On and when how we much travel? you're limited to do and like. Yeah. Don't get wrong, the foundations are great, but when I so think of like fun, a like, traveling partner, I do want to think of someone on the same level as exactly. me. Exactly. Yeah, with the same no expectations, ideas. No Yeah. You definitely have to find same a, um, sense of fun. Same sense of what they think exactly. is fun. Exactly. you travel our family, we all have different senses of fun. Like, yeah. If I'm going to be honest with you, my tutu is a pretty good travel partner because I'm so lazy. Like, yes, I want to see things. And you probably will hate me for saying that. <laughs> but when I get to another place, the time difference knocks me out. So I'll do stuff, but by the end of the day, I'm drained. And I, sometimes I don't want to do anything because it's vacation. Like yeah, you get to that yeah, point where it's yeah. like, I know we're supposed to be going places and doing things, yeah. but it's also that time out of life where well, I don't have chill. to do anything. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I, I appreciate that because, you know, we knew when we were tired and we yes. want to be lazy and we don't. Think we're holding each other back. We right? don't want to go out and party and do things. We were always on yes. the same level, so that's the kind of partner I want. And yeah, we were that for each other that time. So I'm gonna say she'd be the go-to travel partner. Got you, got yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Lastly, one experience you should never pass up when traveling. Mm. When someone offers you a free drink, it's just because there's a chance that you're gonna get roofied for free. I mean, <laughs> that was so surprising. <laughs> I thought you were gonna recommend food. No. <laughs> thing and that's like me and my girl we were still like out for a good time we're like let's leave our drinks here and go to the bathroom we came back damn it there's nothing in this <laughs> you know for safety tips i don't think this is not safety <laughs> <laughs> she also goes like oh my god we're gonna drink we're like we're out for a good time let's leave our drinks unattended let's hope we come back to some rubies yeah <laughs> came back came back it was just our drinks we're like damn it oh, i guess we're saying just alcohol so we're done <laughs> for free guys <laughs> my tip would be transportation wise if there's a local transportation that is unique do it and it's fun like in new york try the subway i didn't get to do that but i thought that would be like a really fun thing to do or even San Fran, you take the trolley. That's so much fun. We did take the trolley, yes. We were so mad when we took the trolley because, you know, it was a certain amount of money, you know, yes. but we wanted to try it and we did yeah. it. And they don't announce the stops. Oh. They stop for like a second and like next stop. And so they don't announce, hey, this is where we are. So we passed Chinatown and they're like, 
you didn't tell us that was Chinatown. And I was like, you got to pay attention. And I'm like, you guys stop oh. for a second. We're tourists. We don't know where the hell we are. <laughs> you're like, hello? Hello? And you got to pay again to ride again. I was like, we're going to GPS and a walk for to Chinatown from here. We yes. just wanted the ride. But they literally don't tell you anything. Oh, it's like, you figure trolleys are, the tourists are coming to take the trolley. Yeah, that's. You would announce where the hell you are because we're not going to know. But I just didn't. Blew right past her it. That's the chance you take with taking transportation. <laughs> but yeah, Bubba's tip. Don't miss your opportunity for that. <laughs> but I think it's so much fun. In, even in Germany, we took the train station. Or the um, underground subway or whatever they call it. I don't know. Uh, yeah, train, train. Train. Guess, yeah. But I just thought, you know what? It's different from everyday I life. Do, I would like to take a classic above ground train. Like the I classic would love with the choo-choo. to across the... With the choo-choo? Yeah, yeah. Choo-choo. Yeah. I, I would like the Hogwarts Express. I would but, love to you know. do that. We, we have, like, buses. Like, don't take the bus. But, I mean, like, if there's a unique transportation thing, do it. If, it's yeah, not, if yeah. you've never done it before, I think it's a lot yeah. of fun. I'm glad we experienced the trolley, but that was just unfortunate that they don't tell you anything when riding that thing. In New York, we did take a taxi for the first oh, time ever. Because we don't do taxis yeah, here. Yeah, we don't do taxis. And you in the movies, you always see yeah. that something that says, Taxi! We did. And we all almost died. Because oh. they tried man- maniacally oh. in New York. And we were all very scared. It was just very crazy. He was just, foom, foom. Our luggage so was traffic. everywhere. We're like, oh, this is a taxi scene. <laughs> Trance so, of death. I but it was, you know, we could say we experienced a New York taxi. And exactly. we did. It was See, terrifying. <laughs> one of our um, recommendations has some risks towards yeah, uh, it. Well, yeah, well, I, I guess... A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I think you got to take a little bit of risk. Not yeah, too many. take some risks. Take certain risks. Yeah, take <laughs> I remember there's this one. We went to our first night out in San Francisco. We, of course, went to the bar. And then she talked about this barcade yes. where you play games. <gasps> which I thought was the greatest idea ever. It's like an adult arcade. You drink and you play games. It was so cool. I mentioned these two guys who were trying to... You know, talk to us. I was like, oh, we're fine. And yeah, they're drinking those drinks all night. We're like, we're going to go to the bathroom or something. And then we ditched a taxi, went to Safeway because we got hungry to buy some drunk and ghetto to buy something to eat at Safeway. And then we came back to this. Like, we thought you guys were home. I was like, we forgot we told them we went home. <laughs> and it was just very awkward. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's kind of funny. Yeah, we're just, we're a mess. <laughs> okay, with that arcade experience, I've also experienced an older arcade in San Fran. I don't know where it was. It was like on the pier. And we just went in mistakenly. And like it was a whole bunch of old arcade games and we were playing it. How was, isn't it so it's different? So I've never yeah, been to an different. arcade like that. Oh, no, yeah. Well, I've never been to like a regular arcade. Right? Alone, this was a special, even more so, an adult arcade, which is a whole other concept. I never even been to a regular arcade. I've only. The ones that we have are like attached to movie theaters, and that's like like not like a yeah, true blue arcade. Like a, but that one was that one was yeah, it was great. There was like you know, what do we play? So there was a pool and air hockey, and there was like hoops, and there's a bu- there's a bunch of other games, and it was so well lit and colorful. <gasps> that yeah, sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, it was it was fun. We okay, so we've established the foundation in traveling smarts. But what is travel if we don't talk about destinations? Goose, you have five incredible places abroad listed in front of you. Would you mind reading them off? Then afterwards, we will each rank the destinations in order of where we would like to go. Okay. Um, oh, I so I'm gonna read it off in the order I would like to go in. Or, or you could just read, read it, it off, off and, and then, then we we'll can rank, rank it. it. Okay. So, first one is Pumukale Pum, Pumukale Thermal Pools in Turkey. I'm not sure. 
Pumukkale, Pumukkale, or Pumukkale. Well, we're not um, from there, so you're gonna yeah. have to excuse oh, our gosh, pronunciation. Oh gosh, is this what white people sound like when they come here? It's probably what I'm sounding like to these people. Um, and location in Turkey, those these pools are made of white limestone. Its name translates to Cotton Castle. The pools are tiered with thermal turquoise water. Wow, it's like a natural jacuzzi. It looks kind that of. way. It's really nice and it's beautiful. Wow, it is beautiful. Okay, and the next one is Itha'a Undersea Restaurant, location Conrad Maldives, Rangali Island. The restaurant, according to their website, is the world's first undersea restaurant with panoramic coral garden views, fusion menus matched with fine wines. It's located 16 feet below the ocean. That's really cool. But I'd also wonder how... See? We might not drown. Yeah, like That's, what if someone yes. breaks the glass by accident? Like, know, I imagine they made really industrially strength yeah. glass for this idea, but still, you can't help but think, hey, if I throw my knife by accident, or like, you but know, by like, accident, I <laughs> <shot> <laughs> across the room, like I normally do. Yeah, I shot like I always out. accidentally throw knives at people, which is ironic because I do sometimes accidentally throw knives at people. Cool. You know, when you play throwing knives, oh, well, that's you know, I don't not know when people sit. walk on uh, the right view. Uh, but you know, anyway, just an example, like, something like that happens, I can't but think, like, oh, that's a real what if you crack the mine. thing, yeah. You know, vacations feet go under. wrong all the time. Yeah, concepts go wrong all the time. Like, it's a nice concept, but, yeah. It's okay. terrifying. But that is very beautiful. It almost looks like workstations, though, not so much dining tables. It does. It does. But okay. the glass seems pretty clear. It is. It's gorgeous water. To see fishes and stuff. Okay, this next one is the Ice Hotel. This a location is in Sweden. Quoting their website, it's a hotel and an art exhibition with ever-changing art made out of ice and snow. Ice Hotel is created in a new guise every winter, completely made out of natural ice from Torn River, when the winter sweets have melted back into the river in spring, a part of the hotel still stands. A place where visitors can experience the ice and snow year-round. It's cool. I don't know how much I want to be around ice 24-7, you know? This is true. Yeah, it's like uh, like um, in Game of Thrones. When winter's there, it's there for a long time. Oh. I've been in a situation where the uh, the window wouldn't close and it was winter and we were in a motel <gasps> and it was that. freezing. Yeah. So I, I just, I kind of pick some extreme places around the world. Yeah. That one might be a bit I think I like the picture on this one. The Black Forest in Germany. Did you get to go to this? This, sadly, I wanted to go by so bad, but where we went was not in proximity to. Ah, uh, too far. Okay. Well, the Black Forest is in Germany. It's a wood full, woodland area. Oh, it, it's the setting of a handful of Grimm Brothers fairy tales. See, I would definitely want to do that. I got to see that. It's yeah. gorgeous. The greenery is amazing. Okay, and the last one is Lisbon in Portugal. This is the capital of the city. Oh, I didn't know that. A place of vibrant architecture and a hospitable climate. So uh, they were describing, I guess it's like, well, you know, you can c come here any time of the year and it'll be okay for you to go. Yeah, it looks beautiful. And I do like the set of Portugal. Portugal sounds very pretty. Yes. Do you do you know what your rankings would be? I think I do. I do. I definitely know. Okay. You want me to go first? Or yeah, you, you go first. Okay. I think I'm gonna start with Lisbon, Portugal. I mean, that's part of our motherland. That makes up a lot of where we I came know. From. The Portugal podcast <laughs> goes to Portugal. I mean, Portugal. <laughs> Portugal. 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 Yeah. <laughs> 
wedding. Where photos go? I think it would be so nice to see that. I'm not sure where parts of our family came from there, but it would be cool to be like, I think our, the Portuguese in our family is strictly from Hawaii. Like we don't even—I don't think we can even trace far back to when we actually came from Portugal, or if we ever did. We do. We do. I mean, plantation. We were plantation workers. Oh, that's true. That's why they came. That was just eons ago. Well, yeah, so they the generation go back. As far we as we can go nobody. back, our whole family's always been from yes, here. We have yes, to go exactly. super, super far back to go to at least the Portuguese side, and as far as it goes back only to here. Then I would say the um, the. The thermal pools in Turkey looks beautiful. Yeah. And I think I would enjoy that. Followed by the Black Forest in Germany. I wouldn't put Germany too high up there because I've already been there. But that was That's somewhere true. I really, really wanted to go. We did go to somewhere, Neuschwanstein Castle, mm-hmm. which was like wooded area. And it's so different from like, you know, our forest here. It's a lot different with the trees and stuff. It's well, so more pretty. tropical. They're probably more like coniferous kind of forest. Yeah, it was not cool. coniferous. 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 Conif- not coniferous. <laughs> coniferous. But the, it's the tree one. Whatever the tree, the tree one is. Followed by the ice hotel. I'd be like, yeah. It's just so I could say that. Can you t- imagine the stories you would yeah, have coming I feel back? Like Elsa. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We should at least sing a chorus while there. I would definitely there. have to sing Let It Go while living there. And lastly, the Undersea ro- Restaurant, uh, for the re- specific reasons you brought up. Yeah. I don't want to be swimming like with the fish. I always be in my head. I think I would have a fear yeah. of going that deep. Like, I don't like the idea of submarines for this specific idea. Oh. Yeah, I don't like the idea of submarines. You know, it's... The, the idea is daunting, but once you get in one, it's not You're that just, Yeah, I don't like the idea of not being able to open a window without ah. dying. Like, any that's why I don't want to go to space. I don't want to go to a submarine. I want to be able to open a window or go outside without dying. You know? Why would you want to stay in a space where that's the only place you can live? You're... I don't like it. A multiple exit kind of person. Yeah, I need to be free. I cannot be contained to one area. I need to be able to go outside and leave when pleased. Understandably so. Okay. That's my ranking. So yours? Okay, yes. Mine says, mm, I guess you're right. I would definitely need to put Lisbon first. Because, you know, family, let's go more nationality. It's also, I hear, very beautiful. And right next to Spain, yes. which is gorgeous. And then definitely the Black Forest. Because, you know, me and my folklore, my fairy tales, I'm all about it. I'm all about it. If you ever go, I want to be there too. Yeah, I think you'll really go together. I think we'll nerd out together. And then the turkey thermal pools. I think that would be awesome. Then the ice hotel because, you know, who doesn't want to say I would feel like the girl from Narnia, the queen, living in the <gasps> ice. You know what I mean? There's yes. just so many feelings and things that you compare it to that will give you a sense of power. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. That I want to experience. This ice this ice power. And then the last would be, the, yeah, the submarine or restaurant, <laughs> which true. idea I just can't get into. Plus, I don't think we're very... Well, we like, Okay, we don't... Don't get us wrong. We like to go to the ocean and the beach. Yes, totally. Yeah, I love the ocean, but... We're not like marine biologists. And I think a marine biologist would really appreciate that type yeah, of like, restaurant. Yeah, like I don't want to stay in there. I'd be I, so just, scared. I like to go catch fish or go swim, take a dip. Leisurely. Yes. Not, not to just stay. The concept is cool. The concept is cool, but I'm good. <laughs> so well, those are my rankings. Very good, very good. Similarly paired. Similarly, yes. To bring us down from cloud nine of dreaming up vacations, I searched up traveling horror stories and stumbled upon a website called Days to Come. 
Wow, this is a nice dark turn on this right? segment. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go down the dark evil tunnel of traveling. Yeah. Now that we've enjoyed all the bright and shiny parts. Exactly. I mean, we can't travel, so we have to make it more realistic. Yeah, right? no. You don't want to do this. Yeah. They compiled these stories from Reddit. I'll be reading those users' experiences verbatim. These stories start off mild, and then they get progressively worse. So you have something to look forward to. <laughs> exactly. So this one's titled Nightmare at Check-In. I was traveling to Spain with my ex-boyfriend, and we were connecting in some small Spanish airport to get to the even smaller city we were going to for a comics convention. We were guests. I always just use my phone for boarding passes, but after running full throttle through this tiny Spanish airport to get to the gate for our tiny plane, they wouldn't let me through because it wasn't a real boarding pass. So we stood there and quite literally watched our plane fly away as the gate person just stared at us. Then we got messed around with for about three hours trying to figure out when the next flight was. I swear they were, going, they were doing it on purpose. We had to walk back and forth from kiosk to kiosk multiple times. At this point, I hadn't slept in about 20 hours, and I was trying so hard not to go all American. They had another adjective before that. All sassy American, but it wasn't sassy. It was female doggy. Oh, thanks for that. <laughs> yeah. Finally, we managed to get new boarding passes, but our flight wasn't for six hours, so we met an old English man, gentleman and got wasted at 11 a.m. Story by Reddit user Walnut Whale. Well, the last part sounded like it ended happy. It did. Can you imagine being stuck in another country for that long? No, I would. I would have gone all female dog American. I would. Well, not American. Well, I would just been really mad, and it would have been obvious, and I would have ruined everyone else's vacation. <laughs> when going abroad, knowing their systems, are they all like structured like our systems? I feel like they're not. They're not. So it's. it's Hard. That'd be that is a risk of traveling. That is a risk yeah. of traveling. Alrighty, next up, orange juice. Portrait of a ruined flight. I spilled a liter of orange juice on myself about three minutes into a 10-hour flight from Tokyo to Vancouver. Aww. I sat in a puddle of sticky orange juice for the entire time. Then after a really rough landing, I get bad motion sickness. I puked on myself in the aisle, waiting to do playing. The worst one yet. In hindsight, this is probably the worst for one whoever sat beside me and literally everyone trying to get off the plane. Story by Reddit user Banter Bandit. Wow, you suck, Banter Bandit. I'm so sorry for your experience, but also that is wretched for you and everyone else. I feel like there's a few. Oh, she spilled a whole liter of orange juice. Ten minutes into the flight, was she drinking it out of a jug and the turbulence? <laughs> You know? Who gives you a full orange? Because oh, once you pass TSA, you can't buy things at that much. Yes, I don't understand I don't... how one makes that possible. But, okay, well, I feel like there's a two interventions you could have potentially, or potentially, potentially, potentially used. One is that you have your luggage with you most of the times. So you could just grab new clothes, although it's kind of a hindrance. I probably, if it was I that sticky, yeah. I would have changed in the bathroom. Yeah. Following that up, the airplane comes with little baggies for yeah. you to vomit in because people for that specific do reason this. that you just willingly ignored to do it in where did she say the aisle instead of the baggie. That's true, but you know I get that you're sick, but normally I grab the bag. You know I think I actually do recall having to use a bag once. I don't think it was due to motion sickness. I think I was sick or something yeah. Like I do recall having to puke into a bag though. I remember grabbing. I don't remember the bag. anything around it, but I do remember. 
leaving a bag of my vomit behind for someone to clean up. (laughs) I recall this, yes. But yeah, see? Yeah. And I wasn't drinking. I was was on my sober flight, surprisingly. I mean, maybe I should have drank. Well, considering they didn't intentionally do all of this, but have you ever sat next to, like, a person, like, a bad person to sit next to? bad juju, like, everything they do is just, like... Or, like, they don't... Like they, they don't clean themselves. Yeah, like they have a, a scent. An aroma. Yeah. Have you ever sat next to someone? Like, no. I think that's a big fear of mine. Every time I brought, <laughs> no, that's the first thing I think of. I'd rather have a screaming baby than someone who smells foul I next see. to me the whole time because there's no escape. Yes. And circulating. Yes. And I can't <laughs> really do emotional. it. I can't. It's just a horrible thought. I can't ask to be reseated. It's a reuse. I can't ask to spray him. It's his right to stink, him? but it's really unfair. It's really unfair. My mom says that had happened to her. And that's oh. the only thing I consider. is because she's like, yes, it happened to me. And she really felt strongly that people should be required to shower. It right. should be. It should be a courtesy thing. It yes. should be. It's wrong to have to put someone through that. It's just wrong. You know, when your when your baby takes a shit, you change its diaper, right? Because that's a horrible thing to leave that smell around. Same thing goes for your bodily sense. Yeah. Yes. Clean it up, please. <laughs> there should be a, a, what do you call it? Like a, um, a dress code, a hygiene code oh, for certain things. This is true. I highly suggest they need a hygiene code because it's sh- just cruel to not have it in some places where you are close quarters. <laughs> it's cruel. They do. They should have a hygiene code. A hygiene code should be a thing. Because you know what? There is a dress code when you fly on Buddy Pass or something like on standby. When you when when somebody works for the airlines and you're associated with them, yeah. you have to write, wear specific clothing. There are certain dress codes for certain professional exactly. things. I feel like why shouldn't hygiene be a part of that? Like shouldn't. that just should, seems more more vital than how you're dressed to me. One time I overheard this stewardess talking about how Hawaii is one of the worst dresses. Because, you know, back we're in the day... We're very casual. We're very we're casual nice people. We're the we live in paradise. We chill. Exactly. But I think it's coming from back in the day where when you went on a plane, it was very special, so you dressed nicely and whatnot. So I think yeah. it's that. But they had we made had a no comment here because, you know. Yeah. Therefore, here, there's no occasion in which we dress fancy. It's yes. always the same. Like, Slippers. always. Slipper. Slipper. Slipper, Jokoi says. Slipper. Exactly. You guys don't even put it all the way on. It just flaps around. <laughs> I love that. That was a I good joke. That, that was a smart one. Next up, we have the flight of the living dead. On, while flying to Germany, I was relaxing, listening to my music, and suddenly a woman stands up a few rows ahead and starts screaming and pointing. I sort of flinched and took my head, headphones off, trying to figure out what was going on. And then a couple of other people stand up and move away from the middle row of seats, where I eventually figure out that a man was unconscious and his wife right next to him was completely frozen. Then the flight attendant comes and completely overreacts, slapping him and yelling, scaring the cabin. A couple more flight attendants arrive and carry the still unconscious man to the food prep area and call for a doctor over the plane intercom. Thankfully, there was a doctor on board and he assessed the situation. An hour later, the man walked out of the food prep area and sat back down in his seat. He was checked on periodically by the doctor. After we landed, I saw the man that was unconscious and I asked him how he was doing. He replied, everything is okay and walked away just fine. Amazing. Story. By Reddit user, little dude. Little dude. Little dude. Little dude. 
his wife was frozen, like she was frozen, frozen there in her seat. Oh, okay. Well, I just heard frozen. I thought maybe she froze. I don't know why. I don't know why my brain went to such an extreme. Well, you said it was unconscious, yes, and yes. this was you said the wife was frozen. Like they both just died in their seats. <laughs> That's where my brain went. I see what you. Okay. Like that odor must have been. <laughs> it's rude. Oh, that was <laughs> awful. You'd have to throw the bodies overboard. Otherwise, we're all going to die. <laughs> I mean, if you have stuck in the plane with dead bodies, how are you going to cover that order? I would have to drop them out of the sky. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, uh, it's just common courtesy. You have something about orders. Have you been trapped in an order-filled room that you're so I just do hot enough for me. <laughs> you know how to run the room. I smell some horrible things briefly, and I can just imagine being stuck with that for a long time. And I'm just like, no. They will have to die again by being thrown overboard. I've been different about it. You can parachute them. <laughs> Where are you going to attach parachutes to them so they land safely? I feel really bad for whoever's just walking around and some dead body falls out of the sky. Parachute is safely, but still. It was mandated. They can't pull the light. They just drop. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> to breathe the high are we what what is <laughs> the dead well the guy was the parachute is that there's the risk just drop the bodies the honor just have. drop the bodies and i feel bad for anyone below <laughs> or maybe you get a bag outside of the airplane <laughs> that you put them in and you can just have this bag of the dead bodies following him along okay. no one even know what to do with it okay after like a dead body cabin well you know that's how they have to transport bodies yeah see Caskets and things. Let's just have a casket flying outside of the plane. Oh, wow. This is. I <laughs> <laughs> just don't think anyone should have to be stuck with a dead body owner. I'm gonna. Okay. Well, after discussing what we just discussed, I was gonna ask you to critique how you think they could have done this better. Oh, okay. Kind they weren't the situation. dead. They weren't dead. Well, in this, they didn't die. They weren't yeah, dead. I, can't, I don't know. My mind just went to two dead bodies. For some reason, I went a whole other direction. When you started saying about, like, he was unconscious and she was frozen, I don't know if I even heard the rest of the story. I think I might have just assumed they were dead. And my brain was going to all these other ideas. Well, now that they were alive, I mean, they said there was a doctor on board? I mean, yes. I would have summoned that a little bit sooner to exactly. handle it more calmly. calmly I, rather than making a scene this just guessing i don't want to judge her too harshly yeah. but i think this might have been like her first time experiencing that the well, flight attendant often <laughs> well i'm gonna tell you a story that's a real life story that's equivalent to this <laughs> but i'm gonna it's gonna it's not gonna involve people getting tossed out with parachutes <laughs> where's the fun in that but basically, yeah, I don't think she should have alerted so many people so quickly. Maybe that first person, I would have had an attendant come to them and be like, yes, we understand, we're going to handle this. If you could sit down, please, we can yeah. move you to a different seat. So, yeah. Yes, and then I would intercom for a I think I would have immediately went to slapping. a higher power. Exactly. Immediately. If I don't know how to handle it, I think I would have immediately went to another person or a higher position to yes. suggest how to handle it. Exactly. Rather than freaking out and handling it myself. Have you been? I've been on multiple flights where they've called up doctors. Have you? I have not. Really? No, no, yeah. I've had a few where they called over asking for medical professionals. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, well, that's what's happening. Exactly. I don't think I've ever been on a flight where they had to land for emergency purposes. 
Me neither. I've been on flights where they had to turn us around a couple of times for fuel reasons, and it was What the hell? Days. Okay, if you alarm me that there are fuel problems, that's a little sketchy. It's, I'm like, we could have, what, run out of fuel? Mm-hmm. Do you guys have check-in in between flights? Like, we could run out of fuel in the flight? That ain't cool. This is a tangent, but I want to talk to you about it, because it was really, it was an awful experience. So we get, first of all, they had to do a crew change, because the, the crew had reached their max hours. And sometimes the captain can override it so that, you know, the time between yeah, yeah. things aren't pushed back so much. Mm-hmm. But they ins- decided to do a crew change. So on top of that, I think they also had to fix the plane. So that many hours we had to wait. In addition to, and they, so they pushed I'll back the livid. flight. I get so impatient. I'm so livid and impatient. I would have I would have been such an it's not smooth sailing all yeah, the time. Yeah, no, I would have been that loud mouth complaining asshole the whole time because I can't help it. I get so mad and impatient. I'm like, really? I would be that girl. Really? You guys can't get together? Like, really? I get really angry. hundred real quick. Then on a different, I don't know if this is the same flight or a different flight. They take us a couple hours out. couple hours out. Plane, need, plane needs to be refueled. We have to go back. So we just made, we just wasted so much time. I cannot, I would literally have a cow. I would have a barnyard. Then Mr. President, coming home oh. to Hawaii, Mr. President makes it harder. This is when Obama was still president. Yeah. Makes it extremely harder to land. So I think he was had to take off in that time period. And when that happens, we couldn't land. So we were still, we were home. And I was thinking, I'm almost home. And I'm in the air, and I can't be home yet. And yeah, I was just so it's frustrating. It's frustrating. It's the most frustrating thing ever. Have you had that happen where you have to just circle and not land? No, but I'm I just being delayed at yes. all. It's so frustrating. It's, it's like we're almost there. We're here to go on vacation. And I just want to get there. I want to go home. I just want to get there. It's so frustrating with any hindrances. Yes. I mean, sometimes it's not out of their hands. You should be on our side, but it's right. just so frustrating, hindering when you're being waited and all you want to do is go home or reach your destination. It's Ex- the most frustrating thing. Exactly. Ugh. Well, coming back to the d- almost dead person, I was told by people who work in the airlines that um, there are instances where people pass away on a flight. And so rather than alarming other people, they just put like a pillow next to them. And so it looks like they're sleeping. And so they get everybody off and then they handle that person. So it doesn't call the widespread panic like, oh, there's a dead man on the plane. Yeah, yeah. So, yes. They don't throw it out the window. Don't. <laughs> they don't do that. <laughs> oh, but most unfortunate. But then again, that would cause a lot more damage to people on the ground for the falling dead body, I suppose. Yes. And there's no way to do that safely. No, and you have to collect the corpse. Well, they just put the what pillow. What if they put a tie and rope on pillow. it? And like hanging out the window, and it's like you know they have like the the tails, the ropes with the signs that follow the plane. <laughs> Instead of a sign, it's just a dead body. That's why I just <laughs> put the guy with the pillow so it looked like he was sleeping. But what if you're sitting next to it? No, they probably moved the passenger. How? That would get like a dead body with no movement. No, you'd be like, hey, um, oh, the passengers around you. Yes, it. Okay, yeah. Not like grab the man <laughs> and try to help him. When bad directions attack, so my sense of direction is pretty horrific. And there was a time I was in a very remote part of Austria and wanted to me- go meet up with some friends at a lake. I grabbed a bike and set off, map in hand. All was going well until I realized I was in a really, really remote part of the town. And pretty soon I realized I was also on an incline. 
my poor sense of direction, and my infantile relationship with maps inadvertently led me up a mountain. I was two and a half hours into my voyage. There was no sign of any life around me. The noises got stranger, and there was definitely no lake in sight. I looked at my map wondering how it could deceive me and where our relationship took a wrong turn, pun intended. Then I turned around and boom, I get a flat tire. It was getting darker, I was pooping bricks by the second, and any moment now something was going to jump out and eat me alive because of logic. I eventually stopped caring that my bike would collapse on me and start riding it down a very rocky trail at a pretty fast pace, just hoping to get out of there as fast as possible. Safety hazard, absolutely. But again, logic. Several minutes later, I finally see a highway, so I get back on a known trail, and just a few kilometers up, I see the sign where I missed my turn for the lake. After my two-hour detour, I had no desire to be near anything wet, as I was already soaked from exhaustion, so tried to get reception to call and see if anyone could pick me up. Eventually, I was able to track down some elderly Austrian men who could see my dilemma and gave me their phone and a large pint of Austrian beer to save the day. Oh, how nice. Story by Gloria Autonomous. Well, it kind of had a happy ending. Uh, too bad. I mean, I imagine the frustration along the way. I'd be losing my shiznit, being lost and out of control of what's going on around me because I get like, like that. I'd be really yes. antsy and impatient and frustrated. I get so frustrated. Yes. Yeah. But I, if I end in beer, I think it's a happy ending. You know, the silver lining for you is always ending with that. <laughs> <laughs> Priorities. Have you ever been lost? Have just I? Maybe not in a different state, but just say lost in general, where you don't have your phone, you don't know where everybody else is. Okay, not that direly lost. I lose my sense of direction a lot. Even oh. living here my whole mm-hmm. life, if I have never been there, my or driv- even yes. driven myself, I suck at direction. I think sticks in my head. So I've been like that kind of lost, but never like without my phone, without anything, like really? never entirely lost. No, I've had no way of contacting people and being alone. And like you're like, oh, they were supposed to meet me here, and they're not. And then you put all your beans into them being there and then you don't know where they are at all and then you just hope that you're gonna run into them eventually i've had that experience. okay no i think i've always had like a saving grace like a phone or something like that you know I, thank goodness i think i've freaked out recently frustrated for how you run into situations i think it's very odd that i found myself in that multiple times i, do. I feel like i'm the more reckless little than you are but somehow no well i mean you're more um you're braver to do things than I am. Like, I'm more like, I have to plan things out. Like, I enjoy yes, plans. Yes. No, it's a miracle I haven't been lost or more dire danger than this. I've walked in some pretty sticky situations that just out of the, the hairs on my chinny chin chins or some sort of luck where I, I've just gotten away with. <laughs> That's great. That's awesome. Yeah. It's made me more brave and more reckless. <laughs> Alrighty. So, the last story before our What Would a Poacher Do will be this one. Let the right one take you to the border. I landed in Kenya the day a coup started. Ended up stuck in the hotel for three days. We kept waiting for things to calm down, enough to get out of the town. But it never did. Eventually, the concierge let us know that the guy who did the hotel's laundry and brother who was running a minivan to the border at 4 a.m. So we put our complete faith in this person we had never met. He was incredibly nice and got us to the border without incident. It was a bit of a hassle trying to replan a trip on the fly in Tanzania, rather than do all the things we planned in Kenya, but it was still fun. 
I think that just goes to show anything can go wrong on vacation. Anything can go wrong. So many things can go wrong. I feel like we've been very lucky. I feel like we thought we've. I thought we've had some pretty bad encounters, but reading these Reddit stories, I yes. very have some very pretty smooth sailing. But I'm thinking, like, you know that mindset when you go on vacation, it seems like an alternate world. Like, everything's going to go fine. Right? And nothing's yeah. going to go no. wrong. No, and then when something does go wrong, you're like, what the hell? Yes. This is vacation. This is not supposed to happen. Exactly. It's the exact mentality I jump into. But real world never stops. I mean, life never stops hitting, so. Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> but there was a lot where, um, also, that we're not going to be able to get to. And if you're interested in reading any of these other Reddit stories for yourself, we'll put it in the description box. But there were other ones about how they meet with strangers and they end up losing all of their items. Oh my god! They steal see? it from them. See, that's not okay. That's unfortunate. I feel like it's a baboo's move to trust anybody. It's also anybody. a baboo's move. That's I kind of want that. I hate okay. that we can't put our trust in anybody outside. But I'm just worried. You know, you gotta, you gotta be that way. Cynical people in our. We are pretty cynical. We are very interesting. Yes. We expect the worst from everybody coming our way. <laughs> exactly. But it keeps you alive. It does. It definitely keeps you alive. Like. That, that's just common sense for me. <laughs> yes. Now it's time for what would a pocho do? I'm going to give you a travel scenario that actually happened, and you'll reply with how you'd solve the dilemma. Oh, perfect. You left Oktoberfest at 11 p.m. with your friends. While on the subway towards your campsite, you got off the train for something. You got off at the wrong stop at 1 a.m., lost your phone, didn't know German, and didn't know the address of the place you were going. What would a pocho do? do in this scenario i'm not gonna lie i think i'd just sit there and die <laughs> i don't see german i don't know where i'm going i don't have a phone i think i'm gonna die i think i'm gonna die or maybe try how far away from the oktoberfest did i get i have no idea you don't know where you are it's 1 a.m oh you left at 11 p.m oh so damn. that's kind of a trek i mean that's really far that's from from 11 to 1 that's a good two couple hours yeah gap. um hitchhike I think I would hitchhike. Goose, you would hitchhike? I would hitchhike. And then, because they don't speak German, but you could just write out, like, where am I going? You don't know the address. Oh, that's right. Another detail. Could I draw a picture? Let's go look at your little toy house with some stick people. That's possible. Can, may I just say, what are your friends doing at this point? Because this person's friends didn't do anything to stop whoever was tracking them anywhere. Yeah, thanks, for guys. Friends who I'm guessing the bus. involves drinking, and, and they were they're just not coherent. Like, Woo! Woo! I'm leaving to you by the we'll bus. We'll catch you later. <laughs> or your dead body, you know? I would definitely... Um, Catching the obituaries. If I was your friend... We talked about obituaries yeah. today. If I were your friend, I'd probably go back and track and try to find you. However... I should hope. But that was a good... I think that was a good jumping off start. Trying to communicate with other people to figure yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, I would going. try to make an attempt to communicate with other people, but honestly, I think there's a good chance I'd die there. The guy in this scenario, he found like a motel or something, and the concierge man really helped him find his place back. Oh, okay, so that's good. Concierges have to be able to speak, I hope, like, you know, another language too, because that's another yes. job is to direct tourists. I think that's a really plus when they can talk multiple yeah, languages. Yeah, and concierges so are good people to seek out because it's their job it, to deal with tourists. That's a good one, yeah. Thing to do. That's a lot smarter than my option to die. I was really kind of scared. I mean, like, <laughs> I'd be terrified. If I'd be terrified, yeah. Yeah. I think, but I think when you show people fear, it just makes you more vulnerable to them taking advantage of it. I'd some hit or miss, but if you become more frantic yes. and like, help me please, yes. and they want to help you, or if you're just like, no, oh, show me this way, you don't know where the hell you're going. Yeah. <laughs> 
Thank you for sticking around and listening to both the good and bad of travel. Yes, we hope we're entertaining. Um, tune in every Monday, 8 a.m., is that correct? 8 a.m., generally. Generally, Ballpark. yeah. It's going to be up on yes. Mondays in the morning. Yes, and I'll try to keep up with the stories and the little pictures that we see while we're talking and sharing it with you guys on Instagram, Two Pochos in a Pod. That's our Instagram name. I'm Goose Bubba. We'll catch you frickers later. Whoop, whoop, whoop.